0: and welcome back to the back row eagle show everybody i'm your host michael bauer definitely an interesting time right now not just for the eagles but for the nfl as a whole so let's just get right into it i said i was going to do a brief intro to our guest and i did not lie so talking nfl with us tonight because there's a lot more going on. really it's hard for me to do an eagles podcast right now what am i going to talk about doug doug peterson having corona for an hour and a half i'm not going to do that so joining us we have Lindsay. okay how are you tonight Lindsay?
1: i'm good how are you
0: Good. Thank you again for coming on the show. We do appreciate that. So tell us in case our listeners do not know anything about you, what would you like to tell them about yourself? Um, <laughs> Whatever you want. You can talk about, like I said before the show, anything you want to talk about on this show, we're all ears.
1: Okay. Um, I, I, so I'm like a blogger, analyst. I don't really know what to call myself. Um, okay. I, I'm not a reporter. Um, a lot of people call me that just because I feel like it's the easiest thing to call somebody who works in the NFL. But I am not a reporter. I don't report news. Um I rep- there I go using the word report. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I um I talk about my thoughts and my opinions about said news.
0: You catch me. a lot of flack on Twitter too. I, I do. mean, what I, I want to know what is it about you that just Man, people get so angry. Like it's it's like you say anything and you have a horde of keyboard warriors just coming after you. And I don't get it. Like, I don't agree with everything you say. You're not gonna agree with everything I say. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can you explain what do you think it is about you? Do you think men are possibly do you think it's rampant misogyny that men are just put off by a woman that might know more than them about sports? Could that be it?
1: Um, I used to think that. Um, because Obviously the stuff that I get are mostly from men, but I've seen the same guys be nicer to other women in sports. So I think it's just me. And I don't know if it's because I'm not afraid to say what I think. I don't know if it's because they're jealous. I don't know if, I don't really know what it is, but like, I always, I used to really let it get to me. And I, you know, I went, I literally went to trauma therapy for this, like, really seriously like it really like when you're it's easy to ignore some days but like when you're having a bad day or like you know my dad had a stroke and like people were being mean to me like that kind of stuff like that doesn't it just isn't cool um yeah. and like i sit here and say like i don't know how Teenagers nowadays or like young adults or anybody can get by with like the internet. Like middle schoolers, like if they I mean, the internet was around, but it was like very new at that point and we were just yeah. like using aim, you know, we weren't we didn't have Facebook or anything like that. So
0: Instant Messenger, I remember that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like, but I could not, like, I wouldn't be able to deal with just like the constant online bullying. And like, now that I'm an adult, like I'm able to handle it and deal with it. But as like a young adult, I don't think I would be able to.
0: Yeah. I remember when I was younger to go on the internet, I had to ask my dad (laughs) if I could use it because we had to dial up. Right. Um, But you know, it's almost like online bullying has replaced physical bullying anymore. It's just, they're both bad. It's terrible. I hate it. Um, so you, you became a blogger. Can you tell us how, how did you get started in that? That's first of all, I think it's awesome. Um, something I would love to do just, I would love to talk about the NFL as my career. Um, I don't know, but how did you get started? I mean, I, I would love to do anything aside from what I do right now to be perfectly honest with you.
1: (laughs) um, Um, how did
0: you get started with that?
1: So it was something that just kind of fell into my lap. I, I hated writing in school. I hated English class. I hated writing papers. I never wanted to be an author or a writer or a journalist or anything like that. It just was not on my radar at all. Um, so I actually interned for Ed Reed um, for a summer and just kind of like networked and met a lot of cool people and it just kind of fell into my lap.
0: That's that's awesome. I
1: found, like I did um, like a Ravens podcast with some guys like a couple years ago. And um, it just kind of, like i said fell into my lap
0: so you can settle this debate once and for all who's the better safety brian dawkins or ed reed
1: ed reed for sure all
0: right well over here we're gonna say brian dawkins so um now you've originally from the area have you always been a ravens fan you have okay so that's great that that's cool i mean a lot of people don't get to actually work with their favorite team but you got to do that are you an orioles fan as well then too
1: I don't do the baseball.
0: <laughs> you're not you're not a baseball fan. No, it, it's okay. Not everybody. I mean, I'm pretty much I've straight tried. up Philly sports. So. i
1: tried like, uh, I've tried numerous times, but I just I like, can't get into it. It's I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just like the slowness of it. But like, whenever I say like it's kind of slower, people get mad at me, or like I, whenever I say it's boring, it is kind of boring. I mean, like I, it is, yeah. Yeah, I say like if you're at a baseball game, you can get up, go to the bathroom, go get a hot dog, go get a beer, and you probably won't miss anything. But if you do that at a football game, you're probably going to miss something.
0: You're not going to miss anything. You'll also spend about $50 doing it. The, the prices are outrageous. You know, and I will say this, the last two minutes of a close basketball game are the worst two minutes of your life because all the timeouts and people subbing in and out, it is horrible. I like yeah. college basketball better. Um Okay, anything else you want to touch on about yourself before we get into some NFL talk? Nope, go ahead. All right, great. So I hate talking about this because you're know you talking about people being mean to you online, man. I'll tell you what, COVID's been pretty mean to the planet as a whole. It's terrible. Um, Some places have handled it better than the other. I think the NFL could be doing a little bit of a better job. The NBA, I think, has been doing pretty well with it with the whole bubble thing. I don't think they've had any positive tests. I don't know. Again, I'm not really... The biggest NBA fan. Um, so there's some people opting out. Before we get into some of the people opting out, one thing that I was thinking about the other day, do you think some of these guys opting out could lose their job in the future because of it? Um, I'm gonna take for the Eagles, Marquise Goodwin opted out. Now, from what I understand, his contract basically gets held over to next year. That's how that works with these contracts. Do you know about that? Or yeah. I don't okay. So his contract gets held over. So a lot of people were were saying He's only on contract for this year. Well, guess what? It's next year now. But the Eagles drafted a bunch of young wideouts. J.J. Sega Whiteside's going into his second year. These guys could really blossom and essentially make Goodwin expendable. So I'm not talking about hiring guys. Like if Dak would suddenly decide to opt out, which I don't think he will. He just got paid. Obviously, Andy Dalton's not going to be the guy in Dallas. Um, but do you think some of these lesser guys, like, all right, let's just get into some of them. Travis Benjamin. He could definitely lose his job. Uh, Jalen Hurd is there. We also have Debo Samuel, although he is hurt. I think he'll be back in time. You know, so some of these guys like this, do you think this could result in people losing job? Damian Williams was probably the biggest one on this list. I mean, I I think it's safe to say he was going to lose his job anyway, but.
1: Yeah, um, I kind of feel like a lot of people are kind of speculating that that's why some players are opting out is because they, instead of getting cut, now they're just opting out a year and, you know, things are carrying over. Um, that being said, I don't think that's what's on their minds right now, um, is not getting a job next year. Um, just because like, this is such like a dire situation and you got to do what's right for your family. So I'd like to think that that's not on their minds at all. I mean, obviously some guys are going to start worrying about it. Um, but again, like nobody really knows what's going to happen. I mean, the way things are going, this could be happening next year at this time. Like we don't know. So I hope not. i really really hope not but with the way people are acting and everything like that i i i don't know and And like nfl doesn't know either and they had they had a lot of time to get things together and they kind of just kind of all swept it into a pile and did it last minute which i don't really understand um but with that being said at the end of the day nobody really knows what's going to happen
0: yeah and it's such an nfl thing too like leave it to them we see all these other sports how they're doing it. Um, like I said, the NBA has the bubble. There's no reason to think that the NFL can't pick a few select cities. I guess close to one another, right? There There's so
1: many like NFL people that it's like almost. I'm not gonna say impossible to do, but it's like it's really hard to get all of those people in one place and tell all of those people that they all have to be there and can't. You know, it's
0: yeah. I don't even know where you would go about doing something like that. I Honestly, I have no idea, but wear a mask. If you want to see some NFL this year, I think that's, For that's sure. pretty cut and dry. I mean, look, I don't like wearing a mask. It sucks, but you guys, <clears throat> exactly. I got to do what I got to do.
1: Light inconvenience.
0: Exactly. But to be a lot, you know, I have people, they come into my shop. I'm an auto mechanic and <clears throat> I say, Hey, you got to wear a mask. Oh, you're one of those people. It's like, so annoying. I have a, have a year and a half year old little girl like i'm not worried about me but her immune system is not fully developed like oh well you can't hide her from things true but a pandemic i'm going to try to hide her from you know what i mean like be a little it's reasonable not- here. i'm sorry what was that
1: I-, I said it's not like she's gonna get a cold you know
0: yeah exactly it's it's way different um but i do want to talk about i want to touch on damien williams quick actually before that i want to look at some of the ravens opt-outs the only one for the eagles was um Marquise Goodwin. Although, so from what I understand, if you're put on the COVID list, that doesn't exactly mean that you have COVID, just that you've been in contact with somebody that has had it. Um, I believe Matthew Stafford was put on that list, as well as um Gardner Minchu, but then, you know, COVID took one look at him and ran away. <laughs> it's the joke now. I love that guy. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. So for the Ravens, we have offensive tackle Andre Smith and wide receiver D'Anthony Thomas. Now, I'm going to say D'Anthony Thomas is probably, I don't want to say an irrelevant player, but as far as the scheme of the Ravens go, was this guy going to see any action this year?
1: I mean, potentially. He's kind of one of the guys that they I think they were going to throw in camp and see if he was better at returning position or if he was better as a wide receiver guy. Um, but that being said, um, I mean, with that, with the kick returner position, it's really hard to say that that guy has a job until you see him in camp and see him in action. And right. you know, neither of those guys, I hate to say this, because I don't want to sound like I'm being an asshole, but like neither of those guys are really going to, you know, matter much. <laughs> I th- I put no, that. It,
0: no, it's no, true. But
1: yeah. Um, but it, I mean, if it was a guy like he's not on the team anymore, but if it was like Marshall Yonda, like, that was a guy that you don't want to opt out. Um, yeah. Lamar Jackson, obviously, the kicker, right. Justin Tucker, um, those guys that really make a difference. And I don't think either one of those guys are really going to make a difference.
0: So, talk to me a little bit about Lamar Jackson. Are you a Lamar Jackson fan? Or, I mean, obviously, every team has people that are not a fan of the starting quarterback. And we all know that in Philadelphia, they always like the backup for some reason it's it's a thing that we do how is it going from joe flacco to lamar jackson i mean it's night and day as far as the offenses that they run and you are a self-proclaimed joe flacco fan is that correct
1: sure
0: am so if you want to talk about your fandom for joe flacco first and then your thoughts on lamar jackson
1: okay um well joe flacco is just kind of like the the first like player that i saw from like the beginning and like he you know he was kind of like the underdog story and everybody he went to a small school he went to the Univers- university of delaware which is yep. by you guys i guess um, uh, i
0: could be there in about two hours ish
1: yeah something like that um and he's from like around you where you guys are from too
0: yeah so um, i'm actually north of philadelphia i'm in okay. the lehigh valley but close okay. enough yeah close enough where well, i'm i'm not a giants fan i'm an eagles fan We shouldn't okay. be a giants fan anyway but anyway yeah. proceed
1: um And I I don't know, you just kind of like rooted for him and he kind of came out of nowhere. And then he stayed relevant for such a long time. And that's so rare in the NFL to do for an entire decade. And um, obviously it sucked when he um, eventually... uh, went somewhere else, but I dealt with it, <laughs> and, you know, I went through the grieving process and no, I'm, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, obviously the offense has kind of taken off with of Lamar Jackson and we've never really seen that with Joe Flacco before. Um, he kind of, Joe Flacco was a guy that did his own thing. He didn't care about um, the attention. He didn't care about being the Ray Lewis and with the speeches and all that, like he kind of just let Ray Lewis do that himself. Um. And a lot of people said that Joe, because Joe did that, that he didn't care, and that's not true at all. Joe Flacco was the first one in, last one out every single day, and um, he really did care. He just wasn't, he just didn't scream and whine and yell about it like Ray Lewis did. Yeah. Um yeah. So, but Lamar Jackson kind of brings a something that the that the Ravens needed at that time. Um, I'm not saying like the fans were like tired of Joe Flacco because he was still he was still more often than not in the postseason year after year after year. It was just the team didn't really build around Joe Flacco at all. They he never had a number one guy. Um the closest thing he had to that was probably Derek Mason earlier in his career. And then oh, you had like That's 30, going back. Yeah, you still you had a 36 year old Steve Smith, which is great, but he's still a 36 year old Steve Smith. Like he's not sure. gonna be around long. And then you had Tory Smith, which is probably I mean, if you want to argue like his best guy, he got Torrey Smith paid in San Francisco. Um, So, but still like those guys aren't really like he, they're, they're not Julio Jones. They're not, you know, Antonio Brown. They're not that kind of guy. So he kind of did a lot of what he had to do on offense by himself. And he never really got any respect for that. Um, So, and now like turning the tables on Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, once again, is, has the offense and is doing it himself, but the system is so is like surrounding him instead of the other way around.
0: Yeah. No, that, no, that makes sense. And I'll tell you what, I thought the Ravens drafted really well. They definitely sold out to their scheme, which is fantastic. I mean, As an Eagles fan, this is one of the knocks I always had about Andy Reid is Donovan McNabb should not have been a West Coast offensive quarterback. He's not accurate enough. He doesn't do the high completion short throw stuff. He had a great downfield arm. But, and again, like you said, with Joe Flacco, McNabb, same thing. Terrible receivers. Same thing with Carson Wentz. It seems to be like a Philadelphia thing. Like, let's get a franchise quarterback and give him nothing to throw to. There was a stat, like, I think... I forget what the percentage was, but whatever that is of Carson Wentz's targets from early in his career are either practice squad players or no longer in the league. Like it's just Mm -hmm. absolute garbage. So I could see the correlation there. And yet, you know, Joe Flacco in the playoffs consistently, Carson Wentz set franchise record last year for pass yards in a season with over 4,000 first Eagles quarterback to do that, which actually surprised me. I figured McNabb would have done it, but I forgot. Um, it's been a while since he's been in town. So um, I do want to ask you about the COVID list, though. So are we worried about these players testing positive for COVID now? Camp has started, but the season doesn't start until September 10th. So we're a month and five days away, roughly, from when we're recording this. We worried about these guys getting it now, or we want to get it out of the way now, if they are going to get exposed to it.
1: Um. Again, like you you don't really know what's gonna happen. I mean, I've heard numerous stories of people who have tested positive a month ago and then they think they're good and then they get another positive test. I have a friend who has tested positive three times three times in a row, really. He's had it for about three weeks and cannot get rid of it. So it's like you don't really know what it's gonna do to you when you get it, it is you know, I don't want to see one of these guys like have a lung condition or like that baseball player. I can't think of his name right now, but the one who has the heart condition now and is out for the year, like that could potentially like affect his career. Yeah. Whole. And like, I don't want that to happen to anybody.
0: No, we don't want that either. And like I said before, Doug Peterson has tested positive for coronavirus. Um, he said he's feeling fine. Deuce Daly is actually running day-to-day operations, which um, leads me to believe that Deuce daily is probably going to be a head coach within the next couple years. Um, although I do think he likes being in Philadelphia, I don't mm. know. I mean, he's he's got it pretty made. I think at some point they'll probably make him the offensive coordinator. Although that's kind of um, a moot position in Philadelphia because Doug Peterson's the guy that runs the show. But then again, Sean Payton tested positive earlier, and he said that he had no symptoms. Right, same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. Now, then again, obviously Ezekiel Elliott is in slightly better shape than Sean Payton. I'm sure his immune system's a little bit better it does attack everybody differently um so of these guys that are opting out though i'm i don't know i'm assuming you've been keeping track of that the guys that are opting out i think yeah believe it or not you know you say you're not a reporter but a lot of times if i see you tweet something out i'll see you tweet something before like adam schefter puts out so really i mean you must be on it i don't (laughs) don't know (laughs) i don't know so maybe that's how my timeline set up too like i I just go on there and like, I'll be, you'll, I'll see you say so and so, and then I'll scroll down a little bit and Adam Schefter's there. So I don't know. I don't know how to change that either.
1: I try not to do that. Um, if I know something beforehand, I try to let like, that's not my job. It's not my job to report the news. I try to let like the reporters do their job and I'll do mine. So that's not intentional, but sometimes I guess it just works out like that.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, if it works out for you, right? Sure. So it's good. So I'm sure as a Ravens fan, you're going to like this how about all these Patriots opting out?
1: I've been waiting so (laughs) many years for the downfall of the Patriots. You have no idea. Um, And ever since Brady left, I'm like, yes, finally, finally, finally. But you have to remember, you can never count the Patriots out as long as Bill Belichick's there too. Um, And I
0: I like the cam signing too.
1: Oh, for sure. I love Cam Newton so much. And I really think he's going to do great there. Um, That being said, like, the team's dwindling a little bit, Um, For but sure. if there was anybody that I'm confident in to be able to do good things with not a lot, it's Bill Belichick.
0: Then again, we're looking at the guys that are opting out here. Brandon Bolden, depth guy, running back. Offensive tackle Marcus Cannon. I'm not sure if he's a starter or not. He is, yeah. Okay, Perfect. so he's a starter. Patrick Chung, didn't he have some... Like something where he had like a bunch of cocaine or something like that. Or did those charges yeah, get dropped?
1: Or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know if it was last year or if it's like a pending for this year. I'm not sure about, I don't um, know. but yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a solid guy, like special teams wise.
0: And he's a guy too, that, that one year he was in Philadelphia. He was horrible. He was terrible. Goes back to new England. He's a pro bowler. Um, Donta Hightower, that could hurt the defense. Yeah matt lacoste he had his chance last year yeah he, he did get hurt so um this one i think might be i don't want to say huge but slightly bigger he had a chance marquise lee he opted out i thought he had a really good shot up there though Mohammed sanu is still there um nikhil harry is there i think he's going to have a decent year with cam newton actually i believe that i mean a lot of people say that the only person you could trust with a Cam Newton letter, I'm just going on fantasy here, is a tight end. But he made Devin Funches, who also opted out, look good. He made Kelvin Benjamin look good for a year, too. The guy ate his way out of the football league. Um, offensive lineman, Najee Taran. It just says offensive lineman. I'm going to go ahead and assume he's a depth guy. Um, and fullback, Danny Vitel. So um, they do utilize their fullback up there more than other teams. But like you said, the Patriots are a team you can never count out, unfortunately. I know. And they're smart enough where I can't help but think like that offense could actually end up being better than we expect it to be.
1: Oh, I agree. For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, like you said, good to see the downfall of the Patriots, Um, although we did see that in Super Bowl 52. Everybody in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas that were Eagles fans, we ended the dynasty. (laughs) And then they went ahead and they won the super bowl the next year so um i do have a question for you and i I always wanted to ask you this now that i have you i want to know do you actually hate matt ryan
1: no i do not um (laughs)
0: because you seem to troll him a little bit
1: i do and it's all in fun okay a schoolyard kind of i'm gonna tease you a little bit kind of thing
0: does he ever respond back to you
1: oh no. no no he won't um but it it kind of started with him and Flacco being drafted the same year and um and I always felt and I still feel this way that Joe Flacco did a whole lot more with a whole lot less than Matt Ryan yet Matt Ryan got all the credit and Joe Flacco got I mean he got some but not nearly as much as he should and continue to get um so it kind of started like that and then um I don't know any chance I get, I can kind of take a jab at him, but I, I mean, I don't really hate him. I, I sent him a gift when his kids were born. Like it's not, I, there's no like bad blood or anything like that.
0: So that, That's cool. You sent him a gift. I'm assuming he didn't like, respond in any way to that though. Right.
1: I mean, it's, it's whatever. Yeah.
0: No, that, that is nice. I mean, um I did see that you donated to a charity, $283 you said. <laughs> so yeah. In case you don't know what we're referencing here, they blew the twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, which I was really rooting for the Super for the Falcons to win that Super Bowl. Personally, again, you always want to see the Patriots lose, but then again, it's one of those things. If they would have lost that one, maybe the Eagles wouldn't have their Super Bowl. Right? You never know. It, it's just, it's one of those stupid things. Um, I did have other questions for you. Oh, um, I did want to ask you, being a woman in sports, which is predominantly a male driven thing i don't know, entity however you want to describe it we talked about a little bit before how people treat you but overall how is being a woman in sports like how do the players treat you well i'm assuming that some of the front office people that could go either way but um, how, um how's that working for you
1: surprisingly like the people you get the most respect from are um anyone who's involved with the players the team all of those people are fine um the people that you do not get respect from are end ended, ended up being your audience like the fans the the fans of the team you're playing that week you know those are the people that kind of are rude to you um but i mean i there there are some like assholes in the industry like i used to work for the guy yeah. i used to do the podcast with he actually one of the reasons I quit was because he would, he would give me the job of like reaching out to the players to get them to be on the podcast. And his reasoning was, well, they'll say yes to you. And like, I get it. Like, I get it. I, I 100% get it. But at the same time, like I didn't want to be perceived as that, um, as right. that my only contribution, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I mean, you get, you obviously get like, Some sometimes from like the radio guys are some of the worst. Um, At least to me, in my experiences, the radio guys are the ones that are kind of more straight laced and they think that you don't deserve to be there and um, anything like that. But I mean, Mm -hmm. for the most part, like everyone that I've worked with, been on a podcast with, um, you know, met and anywhere at any event or anything like that has been extremely supportive and nice and, Treat me like I deserve to be there. Yeah. um
0: So yeah. To treat you like a human being, which you are, basically, it's for saying, yeah. And I'll tell you, since I've had a daughter, um, I'm like a borderline feminist now. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> one of those things. I'm all girl power. And admittedly, I didn't want to have kids. Um, my wife wanted two. I wanted zero. So we settled on one. Um, then when we had kids, I didn't want a girl. But now that I got her. I wouldn't trade her for anything in the yeah. world. And besides, she's at the age, like right now, it's, I, I could throw her around. We play outside. It's, you do all the same stuff with her now, mm-hmm. um, that I would with a boy. So it doesn't matter. It's just, I'm not looking forward to when she's a little bit older, but I feel like she's going to take more stuff out on her mom than me, which is fine. Um, so looking at your Twitter b- profile real quick, um, aside from, the Joe Flacco that was jersey that was a Ravens jersey, a Broncos jersey, and I guess that's now mm-hmm. a Jets green that's on there, right? Sure is. Okay. Um,
1: I jet scare from him, so.
0: are you, you're going to get a Joe Flacco Jets jersey.
1: Duh. That's yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> it says that you are a retired ballerina. Is that true, or are you just messing that's with true. us? Really?
1: Yeah.
0: That's that's pretty awesome. Is that is that hard on you though? I mean, I feel like that I couldn't do it.
1: So I, my mom was a dance teacher and that's kind of how I got into it. And like, I did it since I was two years old and um, I wasn't even old enough to be in the classes yet, but because my mom was like the teacher, I got, I got like the VIP treatment and got yeah. to, you know, into like the older kid classes. And um, yeah, but I couldn't, do, I can't do it anymore. I just, it's something that is so hard on your body and your knees and your ankles. And just, I cannot do it anymore if I tried. Um, but I've. I've done like yoga, which is kind of similar, um, and that's kind of like where I am now. But I could like, I could not do it now.
0: Well, I'm the least coordinated person on the planet, <laughs> so there's no way I could do it. Um, sometimes, like you see, this room that I'm in is not very big. Sometimes I trip over nothing and <laughs> almost fall into the door. It's it's terrible. I wake everybody up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you're also an elite quarterback expert. Sure. So you like Joe Flacco, and I love Flacco too. I always thought he was knocked. Are you also a Josh Rosen fan?
1: I love Josh Rosen. I can talk about him forever.
0: Enlighten <laughs> us on Josh Rosen a little bit because I'm curious as to your why you're enamored with him. Like um, I'm just okay. I'm gonna say this. Another guy, I think he got a bad deal in Car- with the Cardinals. That offense was terrible. It was so bad. And then he goes to a terrible Dolphins team. And now I don't know what they're gonna do with him. I don't know what anyone's going to do with him. I would love to see him get a shot somewhere. I'm actually surprised the Patriots didn't try to make a play for him. I thought that would have been a great fit. But tell me why you like Josh Rosen.
1: So, again, with kind of like with Joe Flacco, you kind of have like the underdog story. I mean, it doesn't really fit in as well, just because he was drafted so high and he was expected to do well, but he had this like stigma on him where he didn't care about football and he liked other things. And it was just like, just because this dude doesn't live and breathe football and that's all he does, that's the only reason he's at school does not mean he doesn't care. I mean, he had scouts like harping on him because he did that. He had this project where him and his friends went out and cleaned up the ocean at the beach where he grew up and they like that was like a what am i trying to say like a red mark on his like what yeah because i don't he, see
0: a problem with that
1: me either but apparently like they said that because he's not dedicated to football enough and just like i mean it's just so ridiculous and um he was very outspoken about his um beliefs and the world and um he went golfing in a fuck trump hat and um you know some people didn't like that and i get it like people want politics out of sports and people you know just want it to be sports but at the same time like now like in hindsight you're looking at it and joe burrow's doing the exact same thing and now it's being celebrated so he kind of got josh roshan kind of got like again, like a red, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like a red mark against him for that. And I get it back then. It was different and society has evolved and now it's celebrated just because of everything that's going on this year. Um, but at the same time, like just because this kid does not, is not at school just to play football, like he wanted to graduate too. And he wanted to, he's a smart guy and he wants to be prepared. Like maybe this football career is not going to work out for me, even though I was the starter and, um, so he went back to school and he graduated. Um, and I think that should be looked up at instead of looked down upon. So
0: I agree. And it's one of those things, like you said too, I used to be, keep politics out of sports. I used to be like that. Cause that's my reprieve from politics is sports. But then again, at the same point in time, the people that play the sports, this is their only platform. So I get why they want to do it. Now, would I wear a fuck Trump hat? No, I wouldn't. Um, I just wouldn't, and I'm not saying I support him one way or another. I just wouldn't do something like that. Is that a knock against him? Not to me. Is it hypocritical that they're praising Joe Burrow for doing some of the things, same things that Josh Rosen did? Absolutely. I think what you're getting at too is they want him to have that first in, last out mentality. I don't think you do that in college because you're very, very scripted in how everything is done in college. The college game is different. I don't know much about it, but everything is like, you get up at this time, you go to this class, then you work out, then we practice, then we watch film. So, or however it's done. Whereas in the NFL, it's like, oh, well, today's our off day. All right, I'll come in and watch film all day. You know what I mean? But then again, at some point in time, Joe Flacco has a family. Carson Wentz has a family. When you're off day, do you want these guys watching film all day? or taking their kids to the park sure and i'm also not going to knock on somebody for doing something that's essentially community service you know cleaning up the ocean we only have a couple oceans is it seven or is that the continents Mm -hmm. i don't know this isn't a geography podcast
1: four four oceans, seven continents
0: okay so there was a seven in there i got that whatever it doesn't matter um (laughs) i'm not going to knock somebody for that and you know what when you're in college got to have a life too you should be able to go to parties and have a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the hell you're into or do whatever you want to do right. it doesn't matter he got a raw deal um I will say this though you say Flacco got a raw deal sometimes he did win a Super Bowl so I mean that was probably one of the better Super Bowls aside from that stupid power outage
1: yeah I still something's up with that. I'm not gonna get into that, but yeah.
0: You still think I mean you could talk about it if you want. You think you think that was a ploy to try to get the San Francisco 49ers to win?
1: I mean, not 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 logically, but like a part of me would like to think just for the the conspiracy theory of it.
0: I I kinda had during the, the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, last one, not Super Bowl thirty nine. We don't want to talk about that one. Um, I'm like something's gonna happen that like something that's not supposed to happen is going to happen and the Patriots are going to win. I, I had that feeling. Cause you know, Belichick Kraft, Kraft is a friend of Goodell, you know, sure. yeah. what do you think about Roger Goodell? I'm curious your thoughts on him.
1: Um, he's just a guy to me. Like I realize, like he runs the NFL and everything, but he's got so many people in his ear all the time. And um, there's this whole, like, again, with, I'm going to sound like a straight up, like tinfoil hat, like conspiracy theory (laughs) in here, but um, there's some like theory that he's being blackmailed by Jerry Jones and like all this stuff. So, I mean, I, I think he means well, he's trying to do his job. I feel bad when people boo him on the draft. Like (laughs) really? Yeah. yeah,
0: I just kind of fun
1: yeah i get it it's tradition and everything and he's kind of like he made light of it this year when he did it at home and he had the track playing like the booing and like, i
0: will say he seems more human sure after the draft like you know he was drinking too because yeah. towards the end he's just sitting there like
1: laying on his like and with the next
0: bit yeah he looked like uncle roger yeah back there you know what i mean so yeah. all right question for you as well and uh i don't want to keep you too much longer i know i'm sure you got stuff to do although there's not it's not like you can go out and do anything I don't know. Are things open up where you are?
1: Or? Uh, Yeah. They ended up like closing down a little bit long. Like I don't think you can eat inside anymore. They had it where you could um, eat outside. Obviously. I think that's still going on, but they had where you could eat inside like in with like 25% capacity or something like that. I don't know. I I'm too afraid, but that's
0: how we are up here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure if that's a thing. I heard that they were, I thought that they were going to roll it back and I'm not sure if they ended up doing it or not. But I mean, everybody I've seen mostly around here has been like in a mask and doing the right thing. But for some reason you have those assholes out there that aren't. And then, I mean, we're getting like seven, hundred, nine hundred cases cases a day still. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um also people, I do want to let you know it has to cover your nose too. Yeah. <laughs> um people don't seem to understand that. Yeah, we um we're kind of open up here. Um, we're still not really going out. My wife and I went out once, but we just do takeout. Yeah. If we're gonna eat out. Yeah. You know, and the bathrooms are cleaner here than at the restaurants. But um, okay, so as a Ravens fan, for whatever reason, I don't know why a lot of Eagles fans hate the Ravens. I don't see it personally to me like different conference, different division. There's no rivalry there really like I can understand hating the Patriots, but what are your thoughts on the Eagles as a Ravens fan?
1: Um so I feel like it might be a geography thing because that's kind of the same way that Ravens fans are with Redskins fans just because they're in close proximity and then there's this whole thing where the Ravens are fairly new in the NFL. Um and it was like, well, if you're, what were, what team were you a fan of before and how come you just made the jump to the Ravens kind of thing. So I feel like that's kind of the whole thing with the red so bandwagon
0: like, thing right. that people say. Yeah.
1: Right. So I feel like that could be an Eagles thing as well, just because they're close, like close by, especially like up in, in Baltimore where it's closer to Philly and, um, but I mean, I don't mind the Eagles. I was actually glad that they won the Super Bowl. I've never really had an issue with them. Like people say, the fans are mean and all this stuff, which I mean, every Eagles fan I know has been awesome and nice and everything like that. Um, I like Carson once a lot. Unfortunately, he kind of he still has that like often injured title, which you have until you're not anymore. <laughs> um,
0: true, but and I'll tell you about that when you're done.
1: Um. But all in all, like I, I don't mind them at all. Um, and you know, I'm not going to say I think they're a great team or anything like that because I mean, we not could expected that all day. But um, I, I'm not going to root against them ever.
0: You will once this year, though.
1: Oh right, they do play each other, don't they? They do. Yeah. And
0: also, he has missed Carson Wentz less time in his time in the NFL than guys like Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson, Andy Dalton, and Aaron Rodgers um i think he actually has a better red zone completion percentage than aaron Rodgers too um and that the time deshaun watson that's in one less year as well so um i usually don't talk a lot of fantasy football on this show but if you're doing a startup draft carson Wentz late because people are sleeping on him he does have better weapons this year um that's my only advice for you so um but Lindsay, I, i'm really glad that you come on tonight um i appreciate it i don't want to keep you much longer i don't know how late you normally stay up um we're pushing bedtime for me. I'm also old. So, um, but before we go, I do want to ask you, what should the new Washington football team name be? I'm going with the Sentinels because I love the replacements. It's my favorite movie of all time. But what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I like that one too. I, um, I just, it's not something that I've really thought about, to be honest with you. I don't care. (laughs) Like I've been calling them the Washington football team anyway because I didn't want to say Redskins. Um, I somehow still in the back of my mind. I still call the Chargers the the San Diego Chargers. Same. Still call the Raiders the Oakland Raiders. It's just gonna take so like I'm just I'm stuck on Washington football team and I think it's gonna be like that for a while. Just my head.
0: And I'm sorry. I meant to ask you this before. The XFL is coming back. What with dwayne the rock johnson as the owner what do you think about that like i love the xfl i'm an xfl nerd i thought it was fantastic i was really bummed when it folded but what do you think about it or do you not care
1: so i i don't really care either like the the thing with like me and other sports is that like i'm like nfl 12 hours a day like that's what i do and like if i am not doing that then i you know i can't when i'm driving i don't want to listen to football podcasts i don't like i want to listen to something else you know if i'm once my laptop closes at the end of the day i'm watching the bachelor or i'm watching like real oh. house something that does not <laughs> my ever-
0: wife watches that stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's entertaining um but you know what i mean i just like i can only take so much and i feel like that's how I feel about hockey. That's how I feel about baseball. That's how I feel about basketball. Like I would like to be somebody that had like a sport to watch at all times. But I just like, once I'm done at the end of the day, like I can't, like, I just can't take it anymore.
0: Yeah. So I, I like, I'm a hockey fan. I love the flyers.
1: I'm complaining and I'm not like,
0: <laughs> no, you're not. Um I, complaining. I love the flyers, but it's like, I have a lot of podcast stuff to do. Cause I do this podcast. I do the dynasty rewind, which is my fantasy podcast. Um, I've been helping these other guys out. So it's like, I have a lot of stuff to do at night. So I like, I'll throw the game on. Right. But then I'll be over here. The TV's behind me. So it's like kind of background noise, but I'm super stoked that the XFL's back. Um, just because it's, it's more football. You don't watch college football then at, at all either.
1: Not usually. I mean, like no. sometimes I'll be, I'll have it on. Um, like if I'm cleaning the house on Saturday or something, like I'll have it on, you know, it's not something I sit down and watch. Um, yeah. I just can't get invested. Like part of me is like afraid to get invested in like a team because then I'm like, where's my life gonna go?
0: That <laughs> yeah. see, it's hard for me because it's like having a family. I can either watch Penn State on Saturday or the Eagles on Sunday.
1: You have to pick one.
0: I do have to pick one. And it's a little easier now that she's getting older. She's I don't want to say she wasn't fun before, but she's more fun, she's walking and talking. Also, you're talking about cleaning your house. It's hard to do that with a toddler because the second you clean something it gets uncleaned behind you. Yeah. So it's, it's like a team effort over here. You know what I mean? Or we just do everything when she's taking a nap. Yeah. That's, that's the, the advice I give to uh, parents with the toddler. But Lindsay, I've asked you one more question about five times now. So <laughs> I'm going to let you go. Thank you again so much for coming on and um, tell everybody where they, before you head out, where they could find you and everything that you do.
1: Um, you can find me on LindsayOK.com, Um And then with the same name on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. It's the same thing everywhere. So it shouldn't be hard to find.
0: Okay. And you do have a Patreon account as well, right? Yes. Okay, great. So check everything out that she does. Lindsay, thank you again for coming on. You're welcome on anytime. If you want to come on and harass me about how bad the Eagles are going to lose to the Ravens, because I have a bad feeling about that game. Um, you're more than, well, I mean, last year I would have had a different story because our run defense was really good last year. I don't know how it's going to be this year. So
1: We'll see who's healthy at that time. I feel like that's what's go- what it's going to come down to a lot this year, unfortunately.
0: I think you're right. So it's going to be about depth this year. The Ravens, though, their draft, I loved it. They drafted so well. Um, our draft was good except for the second-round pick. I wasn't a fan of that. Um, but I've talked in depth about that on this podcast. So Lindsay, thank you again. And until next time, everybody, make sure you check out Lindsay. OK At Lindsay, OK On Twitter and everywhere else. But until then, remember no one likes us and we don't care. Thank you, everybody.